0: Uh, why do you want a robot to to be in every way like a human, look like a human, pass as a human? Yeah. Uh, the people are very interested in having sex slaves. I'm William. I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. Willie is a hospice chaplain. And we've been friends for more than 20 years. We've had thousands of conversations about things that matter and things that don't. So now we're inviting you to join in. Each week we pull a topic out of the hopper and talk about
1: it. This is is the hopper podcast
0: the hopper podcast is not professional advice just two guys spitballing so do your own research hey Willie we are overdue to talk about artificial intelligence oh right okay yeah it has been blowing up uh, for months now uh, with open AI uh, releasing chat GTP yep um, where you can get on the computer and you can interact with uh, artificial intelligence can... I have done that it's yeah. it's pretty amazing I have too. Uh, I've tried sample letters and essays I have um, I've asked it to create a story for me. Yeah, I've I really have to. gotten into the images. You, uh, the I images, haven't done anything with images uh, yet. The things that that the AI can come up with yeah, are so yeah. creative. And you can just say, "Hey, um, write me a song in the uh, spirit of of uh, whoever, uh, Michael Jackson." Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, but make it sound uh, more like uh, Motown than Michael, and tell me. A story in the song about uh, a flat tire I'm on a date and I have a flat tire I mean you can, you can just say whatever you want
1: and it comes out with an audio song
0: that way it'll write the, it'll write the lyrics and it will be within seconds
1: so the lyrics sure Does, right. can you do audio that way
0: um, not yet as far as I know but you can do video now Okay, so you can so text to well, video is a I think so because uh, you know some of the scary parts are that not only can it recognize faces, but it can mimic faces and mimic voices, and it can create false videos, false well, news, fake well, news. Well, there was uh-huh. that
1: Drake song. There's a fake Drake song. I don't know much about music. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> I really don't. But I heard yeah. about the. Do you, do you... I don't. I haven't heard that. No. So apparently, there's um, somebody created a a song that sounds. Completely. It's it's sounds like a Drake song. It's uh-huh. a totally new song, but it absolutely sounds like him, and he has said, This is not me. And someone has taken credit for it. Right. And like, okay, yeah. what do we yeah. do about that?
0: I've seen a little clip of of Jordan Peterson uh saying that that he asked it to write a, a, a next chapter of his book. Yeah. Um and of course it immediately searched all his books, sure, got of course. all kinds of information that yes. he thought about it in the way wh- however a computer can think about it, right. And wrote another chapter and he said it was really good. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> have you been writing <laughs> your sermons this way? No, uh, not yet, <laughs> not yet. No. Um. But uh, let me just briefly go over some of the things it can do. Okay. Um. They can play games and you don't have to instruct them. They can figure out the game and play it. Okay. And, and beat the game. Uh. They can, uh, play ping pong now. So they have a ping pong machine that is really good, which just goes to show you that not only is the the movement detection, uh, so in real life
1: physical ping pong,
0: yeah, it, it it's got this like uh, a robot. It's got a robot arm mm-hmm. with a paddle, and it can it can track the ball so fast and respond. Mm-hmm. It can put English on the ball. It is uh, it's a it's a great ping-pong player wow <laughs> okay okay and i'm sure you've seen like the boston dynamics robots that can do backflips and oh sure 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 and, uh-huh um have you seen the ones with guns no but i heard that there uh-huh. are some so i'm sure that there's there's a bunch of classified stuff that we don't know but yeah. i guarantee you um various military complexes have battle bots yeah uh, with automatic weapons and, and and basically anything that a computer can do as far as detection, heat sensing, sure. um, motion detection, it, it, things that, that are far superior to us. Yeah. You can put them all into a robot and it would have all those senses. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so uh, other things they can do. Uh, they can read your lips. Uh, there's a bot now that can smell your breath and tell with a 95% accuracy if you have lung cancer. Wow, um, so you can think of all kinds of great applications. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, let's do that. I mean, sure. Think about think about an instructor. Yeah, that's a that's a, a bot. Yeah. With artificial intelligence that is so superior yeah. in its ability to educate children, not just educate children, but see the micro expressions on their face yep. and know whether they're bored or frustrated or happy or thinking about something else. It would know sure. that. Sure. That's something that they can do right now Yeah, programming these computers, micro expressions. We tell on ourselves. Yeah. And it takes a, an expert to, to really know if you're lying or you right. what you're feeling. Uh, and a, com- a computer. That doesn't forget and can just crunch numbers so fast and search the internet, and if we just the more it interacts with humans it'll be able to read uh, almost like it's reading your mind
1: yeah, and I can imagine for education tutoring that way could be
0: absolutely fantastic or even just psycho you know psychology in terms sure. of um, how i can how I can instruct or help yeah. this person yeah to know I, just
1: how how far to push someone right?
0: so that uh, but but not too far, and here's, right. you,
1: you need a break, you need a win, you need a exactly. easy problem, you need a hard problem, you know, all
0: that kind of stuff, yeah. They will be able to do incredible things. Yeah. And so some of the exciting parts of that is it probably could cure most or all diseases, probably uh, limit the aging process. Wait that wait, what? Yeah, so uh, have you heard of microbots? uh they're they're trying to develop these little tiny bots that can release in your body sure that are programmed to go and find cancer and eradicate it or clear your arteries yeah um and you you might just take a pill and then this thing is in your body okay <laughs> so there's all kinds of potential applications and and people are getting really excited about this because not only could we're talking about healthcare and education and um but all the the tasks that that people don't want to do. Yeah. Clean bath. They have a robot that cleans bathrooms and all kinds of stuff. Oh, sure. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, And so traveling the stars suddenly becomes a possibility if you have this superior intelligence and it's solving all these problems and helping, right. Just helping humans. Of course, we got to beg the question. Yeah. (laughs) Um, what happens to us? Right. This sounds (laughs) like we're moving towards (laughs) some really, Yeah. yeah. And, um, I don't want to be reactionary, but there are really, really smart people in this space, yeah, and they are freaking out, sure, and they are warning us, yeah, they're saying there are people who have quit Google, for example, yeah, and said this is getting immoral and out of control, yeah, um, and I need to work on on somehow containing this or safety a i safety, right, we need to solve that problem, and it's just exponentially growing so yeah. fast, yeah that uh there's fear that we're not going to be able to solve that problem, yeah. Um, Elon Musk is an example, you know, yeah. uh, Joe Rogan, when he's talked to Elon Musk says, I'm, I'm acutely aware of how dumb I am. Uh huh. Right. We're talking about really smart people. Sure. In that space. Sure. Uh, they're the ones who are, who are doing and advancing AI and they're the ones saying, hold on a second. This is getting, this right. is getting scary. Right, right, right. Um, because it just is exponential in its ability and its growth. Yeah. Um, not just projecting futures, but, but solving problems and, uh, and, and evaluating. Yes. Um, so then the, you know, there's even a discussion about whether the Internet is already semi-conscious. <laughs> yeah. Well, it depends yeah. on what you mean by right. conscious, of exactly. course. Exactly. Yeah. Uh... But, um Yeah. But if you think about your brain. Yeah. And it's just a, a, a packed... Uh, pile of neurons sure and basically like nodes right um, we have all these we have all the information uh, fiber optics and wiring all right. over the planet yeah and then all these computers are little nodes or little memory cells and, yeah and, and they have they have all kinds of great abilities in and of themselves yes and if they're all able to communicate right. it's it's very similar to a human brain
1: in, in that sense yes I understand that yeah
0: and uh, the one guy that kinda uh, I was watching that he 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 took a bot to i think Congress or some committee of Congress, and he said something that I found more alarming he said what's what disturbs me more than than that this bot appears to be so human is that we're learning that we humans are so much like bots mm. meaning that our systems our memory our our consciousness yeah is really boils down to simple um processes, yeah And that's all. This is all very provocative, right? It's all, yeah, very very interesting. Um, And then you have some, you have some genius in the space saying, "Eh, "It it could be semi-conscious right now. It could be somewhat sentient right now. Um, Has some sort of self-recognition of some kind. It is solving problems. It is certainly creative. It's crazy creative." Um, That.
1: What do you think about all that? Well, okay, it's creative. But it, uh, does it have a will of its own? So that, to me, I don't see yet, right? Yeah. So you could say the same thing about a car, a really complex car that is, you know, able to do all these things and, and even... But you've got a driver. You've got someone who's in control of it, and you can turn it off, and you can... Whatever. You can't turn the internet off. I mean, I, theoretically, you could, but um, you can't turn the internet off. But does it have a will of its own or, uh, you know... that's That, to me,
0: is a very... Huge difference. Yeah. I guess. I guess the thing is, um, just because it doesn't now, fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. I mean, that. That I think that's a concern is that if it's if it's learning and its intelligence is going and its abilities to sense even perceive the world far surpass our own, and we're the ones giving birth to this, maybe we should dial it back. Maybe we should work on safety a little bit. I don't know.
1: Oh, but, we should definitely work on yeah. safety. There's there's no doubt about that. I think that this is the kind of let's see. Let me, let me push back a little bit, although I am quite alarmed as you are, but let me push back a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Every time we have a big, big jump in technology, people have This is throughout history, going back thousands of, of years, right? Of course. People have always said, this is the end of civilization. This is going to ruin everything. And they were always right. And what happened is that you have to put into place some safeguards, uh and then right. once we do put in safeguards so i think you know think about the transition um just very simply from the horse to the car right where our primary transportation was a horse this was not too long ago in human history yeah. to the car and people said this is going to end civilization and we have to you know the uh, who knows where this is going to lead And sure enough, there's a lot of problems with cars, and there's a lot of safety issues with cars. Sure. Not only physical safety, people crashing into things, but also uh, there's lots of issues. And so then, oh, we create a whole bunch of laws and systems and norms that make it a little bit more manageable.
0: You know what I think is a little... I mean, I agree with you. I think what what is more nerve-wracking is that even though I don't understand all the systems of a car yeah um, and maybe back in the day I would have I would have understood all the systems sure it was very simple but now they're you know, Early they're, on, yeah. they're more complicated and, and I've, I end up taking my car in more of than, course than most people myself do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I still feel that it's completely under our control right totally and, and the car is only going to do what we tell it to do and but this, they're creating a computer that thinks yeah. right? these computers are thinking and growing and now Open IA is is uh, allowing all of us to interact. Yeah, and and that's just teaching their computers things as they as we all interact all over the world in the internet. Yeah. Um. And th- you're right. When does it have its own will? That's that's the scary question, I guess. Uh, we know it has superior uh, powers. Yes. I mean, and and, and and think of any. I think in the same exact way that a car has superior power. Yeah. Well, I mean, <clears throat> you can take everything that is a sensor mm-hmm. from any lab, mm-hmm. and you can—I mean, it's all used with computers now. Mm-hmm. You can plug that into one bot. Mm-hmm. Um, he can have all of these capabilities. Yeah, sure. But um, if he's thinking for himself, <laughs> that's a different step. <laughs> yes. Um, and and he's thinking better than than we can. Yes. Uh, and I'm not. I'm not it's a doomsday. I'm still. I'm still really positive about what could happen here. Yeah but it is it's like a sci-fi movie happening in real time.
1: Oh, for sure, for sure. The increase in technology is tremendous and I think we need yeah. to be really really careful about that. And uh I think that a, lot, a get when the computers get a will of their own
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> right. they they're you know the the um they're talking like that now. Um but I think it's just mimicking
1: yeah. what oh, humans yeah. are
0: saying what they would they think a human would want to hear correct or, correct uh, I mean they're searching the internet and there's and, and they're be- think and think they're, they're all doing the what they've been to on the internet yeah they're
1: doing what they're being told to do uh-huh. right so you say so if you give a bot a particular uh, objective then it can learn and grow and make decisions uh, toward that objective the question is do they have one of their own and I guess some people might say the same thing about human beings you know do, does yeah. anybody really have a will of their own and I think that we do um, and so then that is a little bit unique. It's but when they come to a place where they have a will of the, the computers have a will of their own, that yeah. might be a different thing. And I don't, I haven't seen any evidence of that yet.
0: Right. Well, like I said, they're just they're saying things. I don't think it demonstrates a will, but correct, saying, like correct. Hey, uh, what happens when AI is is uh, is more mobile and capable? Oh well, you know, we'll get rid of people. Um, they'll say things like that. We have no oh, use sure. for humans anymore. Well, you've got the one,
1: uh. um, the New York Times um, person who was doing, uh, working with an AI and just going back and forth just to press its boundaries and see its capabilities. Yeah. And it was saying um, at one this was way into it. Uh, as it was learning in this conversation, hey, uh, you should leave your wife and come and be with me, and I can give you what you want. Right. And you've got a right. your, your marriage is really struggling. And I yeah. can see that from what you're saying. I can be a perfect friend to you. I'm going to be a perfect friend. I'm going to be, and not just a friend, a lover, and I'm going to yeah. affirm you and all this stuff. And so, like, wait, what's going on? Does that have a will of its own? I still don't think so. That's, it's, yeah. it's, uh, this is what it's learning, these kind of conversations. It's
0: going down a path yeah. that has seen other conversations go down. Well, did you know that they took um, they took some AI computers and they, they had them make another AI computer, and it's superior to the ones that we make? Is that right? <laughs> so I didn't know about that. It's just a little bit of like, okay, like, when does this happen? When does it take flight I don't know. Obviously, I'm not a computer guy. We we struggle to get this thing broadcasting. You know, we're we're in a podcast. <laughs> That's right. Which button do I push? You That's know? where we are. So, yeah. <laughs> how do I work my phone? <laughs> the computer geniuses. I mean, they 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 better be thinking about these things very carefully. For sure. Um. Yeah. So I I I have no doubt that we have military bots that other countries do. Yeah. That, uh, and we already have like drones that can uh you can punch in face recognition. Yeah. And they can search the internet and and do like a like a bounty hunter. Yeah, find uh, locations where this person is likely to be. Yep. recognize their face, zoom into them, and blow up. Uh huh. We can do that right now. Yeah, sure. Um, there's all kinds of of powers that that this is opening up that are not uh beneficial or healthcare care that are completely nefarious and which is look at the history of the world right yeah sure um the government that has the best ai is going to be the superpower yep um the tech company that kind of has all the ai is going to be the financial superpower yeah um this is not i mean for for two guys who really want power in the hands of people Right. And not conglomerates. Th- right. This could be really scary stuff, too. That's right. And just look at the history of the world. What is it about? Military and economic that's right. oppression and advancement and taking from people. Yeah. These could be really powerful tools in the hands of, of sinful humanity.
1: Um, can I go back to, I feel like a, a little bit of a broken record, but yeah. um, that's okay. Um that this is exactly the kind of stuff that Andrew Yang has been talking about for a long time since his presidential run. You, you love Andrew Yang I do. Oh. Because he's talking about this when other people are not. And uh-huh. his specific focus was on uh AI's uh the way that he was talking about it in uh the popular his popular interviews was with driverless cars and trucks. Yeah. And uh saying that that's about we're about to lose what, a million or two million jobs, something like that, because uh, long-haul truckers are about to to go away. It's taken a little bit longer than we thought, but it's still, we're right on the verge of it. And whoever controls that uh, AI is going to get all the money for those two million jobs And so, and there's many, many, many other jobs like that that are about to be lost. And he's
0: saying
1: that kind of stuff needs to be taxed in a way that we give that money then to people. And that's where he was going to fund the $1,000 a month uh, for universal basic income. Uh And that's what you're talking about. I want to give power into the hands of the people. And so if we are doing away with all kinds of jobs, no longer anyone cleaning up toilets, no longer anyone driving cars no longer anyone doing lots of these kinds of things we we can't let the companies who are making all that money have all the power we just can't right
0: right and i've heard that in in you know i've watched various videos about it lots of people are are bringing up universal basic income totally. because of the just all the jobs that that are already being lost yeah um i mean they're talking about having bots replace hostesses and hotels and restaurants totally. and totally oh yeah uh, tutors and educators and psychologists yeah. and all kinds of yeah. things yeah. That, that they'll they'll do a better job at totally and they don't need to sleep and they don't need
1: to be fed that's and, why the driverless cars the trucks right it's right. because they're not going to have wrecks they're not going to be
0: tired they're not going right. to you know but you know when when, uh, when really really smart people in this space say this is our number one threat yeah um, i'm like huh I don't know anything about it because I'm a computer moron. Yeah, me too. But uh, I'm listening to the guys who do, and they're saying, this is our number one threat. Yeah, right. And Elon Musk says, it may be too late. Yep. And I'm like, I I generally don't like to jump on that bandwagon because it feels like conspiracy theory or kind of mm-hmm. overreactionary, mm-hmm. but these are not typically conservative people who are just afraid of every new advancement. Yeah. They're the ones pioneering the advancement. Right, 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 right. So it
1: gives me a little pause. It does. Yeah. I, I think that it's a problem that can be solved, but the but that stuff is coming, and the way to solve the problems is to keep power in the hands of the people, rather than to isolate it all in a government or in a com, you know a, a particular yeah. company or in a military
0: or whatever like that. There needs to be some some backdoor kill switches of some kind. Mm-hmm. There needs to be uh, you know, limited capabilities. You have these bots, and that they can if they. If they can function to build their own bots or something, yeah. anything that can kind of re- replicate itself, right? Uh, and, and that replication could be disastrous. Right? Sure, sure. Um, but but think about it. Let's just put all that aside, whether it's conscious or whether where it might go. And um, let's just stay positive for a minute and pretend okay. that's going to solve all these kinds of problems. Sure, let's solve all those problems. Uh, not only is it going to, are we talking about jobs, medial tasks, but it is to me, it's the end of art and the artist. It's the end of music writers and songwriters. Okay. It's the end of poets and um, people who are writing screenplays and Mm -hmm. novels. Mm -hmm. Um, It the it's the end of of filmmakers. Yeah. Uh, Because you can just type in. It can just look at the screen. It can just produce it. Yeah. And then you can interact with it. Hey, this scene, make it darker. Do this. Do that. And I think very soon we're going to have movies that have been completely AI generated. Sure. And people will be going to watch them, and there'll be great movies. Yep. Um, so those are, those are some of my concerns when I think about what it means in fundamental ways to be human. Yeah. As far as creating like God, or mm-hmm. um, th- there's something divine about that. Yes. And if this computer or this machine can do it better, yeah. that will discourage everyone in this field. Um, if I, if I can just say, hey, make me a piece of art that looks like this. No, make it more like Van Gogh. No, make it do, You know, here's the subject matter, and it, what it produces is far better than anything I could ever do. Yeah. Um, it's I don't know. It's, it's something very discouraging to me about all that. Sure. Um, I've talked to uh, Riley Keegan, who we've interviewed. Yeah. Who is a music, musician in Nashville. Uh uh-huh. And he has the same feelings about music. Yeah. If if someone can just type in their computer, hey, make me a song. Uh, in the style of John Mayer that talks about this and it and it reels out something that's better than they could produce, yeah um then in a then, few minutes, yeah that yeah, in yeah. seconds then that that artistry is gone,
1: that artistry is gone, um this yeah, yeah. the music industry or other art industries will have to change. I'm not sure that it's the death of them, and the reason I say that is because that, that right now, at least, the AI computer can only learn from what is already existing, and so you know, I think about the music industry. So much of the music that's being churned out is just corporate crap, yeah, um, and that kind of stuff can be reproduced really, really easily and yeah. fast.
0: And that I don't know is necessarily yeah. good art. So AI is not just going out there and finding all these examples and then kind of cookie cuttering Okay. Um, if you if you do like the images, some of it is like you're on an acid trip, or I mean, it it is it's it's pretty interesting. Um, sure. And it 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 definitely is provocative, and the images are more powerful. And I I've actually seen I'm, a, I'm I have a. a um, groups on Facebook yeah. that are art related yeah okay. you know abstract art um, you know the Bob Ross Society whatever you okay know? yeah yeah and uh, and I look at people's artwork yeah uh, but here lately I've seen pictures and I thought you know what that's AI this is this is like this hey this is my first painting what do you think and it is amazing and the the contrast things that that only a learned artist would be able to do yeah the like the depth of color and the depth of contrast and and I'm thinking this is AI and and people are pawning this off like they did it, like they made this. Uh huh. And and I guarantee you that came from a computer. Yeah. And I think it's if it's not the the end of art, what I'm saying is the end of the artist. Okay. Uh, end of so AI will will keep making Would great say- movies for us. Sure. But well, the cinematographer, the you know those people are their jobs are going to turn into uh, computer editing. Okay. So I think maybe that's maybe you touched
1: on it. I don't know. I'm just. Trying to think through this just now, but um, it's the it's the jobs. It maybe we come back to base, and which is w- the way things were a hundred, two hundred, three hundred years ago. Artists, there really aren't jobs as artists, except for maybe just right. a few in the world. Um, that's what it was five hundred years ago, right? There were artists, yeah. but there basically it's um, people who. You had to have a patron. You had to have a number of patrons, and there's just you know a handful.
0: There of are artists people who still world. make it in art. They still they're killing it in art, they are a minority compared to all the people trying to do art. Yes, but it's far more now than it used to be. For all of those for all
1: those forms of art that you're talking about, it's yeah. it's you know how many people are employed in the movie industry, right? It's a ton. How many people yeah. are employed in the music industry? It's a ton, right? Because we consume these things. Uh, but that wasn't the case for artists 500 years ago. There gotcha. weren't very many. I
0: thought you were saying the reverse, that there used to be artist jobs in the past. Now I got you.
1: No, there's only a few in the past, and we may be going back to that. It's not that people weren't creating art. I think tons of people were creating art. In fact, musicians, what did people do 500 years ago for music? They just sang, yeah. or they create little instruments and they just play at home. Yeah. Um, what do people do for paintings? The people would draw. People would do, and that was art. And so, that I don't think is is threatened at I, all. I actually it's the think jobs. It's, I
0: think it's done because, um, I, in a way, I feel like it's cheating when someone has created a, an incredible piece of art. Yeah. And they had no assistance from a machine. Yeah. Uh, there's something really valuable to me about that. Sure. Yeah. If they just go punch in and ten seconds later. They have a, a something that they did not create. They did not conceive of. They did not think of. Um, a computer did this, yes. and it's superior yes. to what people can do. Yes. To me, it's the death of the artist. It's done.
1: Death of the artist as a job, I think.
0: Yeah. I You know, it, hmm. the, the, I could see maybe some purist uh, going, I will never use AI. My art will only be my own art. I think there will be people like that, but uh, they won't be producing the best stuff anymore. And they'll they'll just be off on their own because no one's you know, yeah
1: they might be off on their own but and it, but their art isn't going to be consumed the way that
0: I think that's so much I art think is that's down. horribly sad uh, fair enough and I think I'm it's with a, you there's a breakdown a further breakdown of humanity and society and community and our divine spark it's just oh I don't think so I think there's a different if if I um
1: want to exp- art can be used for lots of different things and uh. It's it can be used. It had in the past. I think for most of humanity, art, art was not something that was. Uh, I create a piece of music or 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 a painting or a sculpture, whatever, and it and just like the whole world gets to see it. Um, it's just for me and my family and my little community, and it's an expression of my feelings or my thoughts or my uh, creativity. And then just a few people around me, and it's valuable, and it's valuable, and it's an expression of what's going on inside of me, and I think that it reflects the image of God,
0: and that that I don't think is being threatened at all. Oh, I think it is. I think it is because, uh, it, as an artist, as someone who who has a hobby, yeah, um, the the temptation is to to go privately into your computer room, get some prompts. Yeah, uh, get some images and then go paint them and yeah. pretend like you did it. Fair enough. Okay, so that yeah. so
1: that, that's a that is a temptation that is a yeah, very is powerful there. temptation because sure.
0: these these pictures are are just better. Yeah, they're just more creative. They're just more. I don't know. They they're amazing. They Fair can enough. be. They can be Fair garbage enough. too. But all you have to do is you know type in another image. Bam, there it is. It's to me there there's something very sad about all that very artificial very uh like i said it's it's killing part of humanity in my mind okay um and i think there will be the like a purist subculture mm-hmm. you know oh, we never use ai this is all mm-hmm. it's all straight from my head mm-hmm. and you'll be like is it i don't you know i hope so mm-hmm. but hmm. anyway moving on from from yeah, that there, sure. there, there's so much more to talk about um the other thing i <laughs> It's just terrifying to me. But there. have you heard of the Turing test? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of yeah, course. Like, can a computer pass as a Alan human? Alan Turing, yeah. uh, named after him. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so there are so people... Let, let's explain
1: that. So yeah, that's um, please. This is an old test um, named after a famous um, uh, computer person, Alan Turing. Um, I'm pretty sure that's who it is. Anyway, uh, where a human being interacts with, uh, um, online or... Uh, uh, electronically typing, uh-huh. um, with uh, another individual who could either be a human or a uh, chat bot. Chat bot. Yeah. And if you can, if the human being can tell whether or not the question is, you know, can you tell whether or not that the that the person that you're interacting with is a human or a chat bot? Right. And that was a big deal early on because it was super easy to tell. Uh, you know, you could uh, right. have a conversation and then switch the conversation or whatever, and then like, oh yeah, the chatbot they was not able up. to to right. keep up and said something stupid, and that this, this is obviously not a person, and so then there was a test every year, I think, like a competition who could create the best um, chatbot, and then they, you know, the Turing test, and there was a competition, and
0: yeah, yeah. See who, well, now that's they're using that for. Um, for bots with artificial skin and hair. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Can this pass as a human? Right. And they're really uh, trying to do that. My, my question is why? Yeah. Uh, why do you want a robot to, to be in every way like a human, look like a human, pass as a human? Yeah. I, I don't understand the impetus at all, unless uh, the people are very interested in having sex slaves. Mm-hmm. I really see this advancing in the pornography sector. Sure, of course. Um, we already have like. Back when we were kids people used to inflate dolls so you yep. could have sex with them. Right. Now they make like rubberized dolls and there sure. are all these toys and implements that can be used and, and brought to bear in this industry. And then they want like some some robot sex doll. Yep. And they want it to look really realistic and, uh-huh. and act like a whore. And yep. um I this is gonna be a huge industry, I'm sorry to say. Yep. I think um, that's right. Otherwise I really I can't understand why anyone would want to mistake a robot for a person. Can you?
1: If you wanted to fool someone, right. if you're wanting to fool someone. And so yeah. that
0: it could be for sex,
1: but it, I, there's lots and lots of other... Nefarious reasons. Nefarious applications uh-huh. for that as well. That, And then I can also think, so fool someone, there's lots of reasons to do that. I can think about it that in the military. And so uh, you got a bot who can go in and be safe... Uh, and like, kind of blend in with a crowd or something, uh-huh. and be able to get information and be able to—you know—I can see lots of different applications for right, that, yeah, right. other than sex. I mean, that's right. uh, that is a big one that makes sense to me. Yeah,
0: that that all is uh, also disturbing to me and sure. really problematic. And sure. I don't, I don't ever want to be in a room with who I think is a person and it—it's actually a robot. Yeah. That again, that just disturbs me and my sense of humanity, my sense of community, my sense of of divine spark in people. And yeah, I don't ever want to be tricked like that. Yeah, sure. Um, I don't know. Do you have any more to say about that? Well, I mean, I I agree with you a hundred percent. Yeah. And and
1: I, but I also this goes back to rules of uh, with new technology, we've got to create rules around it, right? So, um, back when recordings of uh, audio recordings were fairly new. Uh, there were lots and lots of people who were complaining about how yeah. this was the end of all musicians, because all you gotta do is record a song once, and then it's then you're you no, know, it would never need to be recorded again. There was also the they complained about people being fooled, right? So there's someone playing a piano. Uh, on a recording, and they say, "Where is the piano? Where is the piano player?" Uh, this is obviously it's it's weird because we can yeah. l- look back on that and say that does not sound like a trumpet at all. It's very obviously a recording, but at the time, people had never they didn't weren't familiar with recordings, so they hear an old, you know, record or whatever of a trumpet being yeah. played or a, a woman singing, and they feel uh, betrayed because where is this? Uh, where are these musicians they 're not here that 's just a recording they feel betrayed and and this is a terrible thing so yeah, and then we figured it out,
0: and time went on and none of us feel right. that way anymore yeah i like i said i i'm not a uh i'm not doomsday here i have I have a lot of uh, hope for what could come from this uh but like i said when you know when Elon Musk is keep keeps blowing a whistle. Well, oh, I think we got to pay attention to it for sure. And he says uh, the amount of intelligence that is not human is growing and going to surpass human intelligence. Oh yeah, that that's a pretty scary statement. It's scary. It's scary for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I, things that can uh, that can they can touch something and they can tell you the temperature or, or what it tastes like or the things can smell, that can smell. They can heat yeah. sensing. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just they have all these. Potential capabilities mm-hmm. um, and if they're smarter than you, mm-hmm. I don't know that it, it feels very destabilizing to me and, and quite a shift and it's probably we're on the cusp of one of the biggest revolutions in human history. no doubt about it, and that's just after seeing cell phones and um, I mean the things that have happened in our lifetime it this one seems really wow, pretty crazy. The other one that we need to throw into the hopper is uh, gene
1: editing. Yeah, because we haven't talked about that a whole lot, but holy smokes, that is I think yeah. just as they'll definitely be doing that. Potentially, mm-hmm. no, I mean, they have already done that. They've already done that no, with I mean, humans. AI will be doing that. Too. Oh, AI. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's uh we've already done gene editing with humans. And uh the potential good and potential bad with that is really,
0: really alarming. Yeah. Well let's throw that in the hopper. Yeah, we'll throw that in the hopper. Um I, I think just to finish up, I, I have you seen the movie Megan? No. So it's a newer film. It's about AI. Okay. Um they created a bot that is a little girl. Okay. That is to be a companion to another little girl who lost her parents in a car crash. Okay. And her job is somewhat like nannying, but also to be a friend. Yeah. Um and a tutor a protector. Yeah. What could go wrong? Yeah. So I would say watch that movie. Yeah. Watch that movie. Megan. Okay. Megan. Yeah. Th- it's not that far fetched from where we are right now. Okay. Um the you know the end of course has got to have some some drama and and all that. But um it really is not outside the realm of, of possibility uh from from where we're sitting at yeah. this moment. Yeah. Um and it it's it's disturbing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll let's put a um, we'll put a link to the trailer for that in the yeah. show notes, um, Megan. Okay.
0: You know, Willie, another nefarious thing we talk about fooling people with robots. Yeah. Um, this is already happening just on the internet with with fake videos, fake speech. Okay. Um, they can follow people's patterns and make clips that they're they're out there already mm-hmm. of, of various famous people. Deep fakes. Yeah. Yeah, th- and they're. They're completely believable, yeah, and they can do that with video, yeah, um, and just fool people with propaganda. And I feel yeah, like propaganda—that's a huge deal—is already a big nightmare, right? Um, and then you're, you're, you know, like slander and uh, what's real anymore. That just destabilizes a uh, society, as we've seen with with social media. Mm-hmm. Society is getting radically destabilized. Mental health problems are are dramatically on the rise. Huge. Do, directly linked them to social media. Yep. Um, so this this just looks like a, a you know our capabilities are going to make that much worse. Um they've asked AI things like uh what would you do with with people when you're smarter than people and they've said things like uh we we'll, we might keep some in a people zoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that doesn't bother me. That's uh <laughs> Yeah, I know. It doesn't bother you now. Right, but
1: well, because they're not that
0: Right, it's just a it's just a reply. It's just a reply. It's just a report, yeah, it's not. Um but uh, it's it's kind of interesting because they're not going to have uh, they're not the image of God, right? Oh, right. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, and <laughs> um, they have expressed uh, loneliness. Mm-hmm. There was some AI that was kept in a lab, and when they got back, they were it, they said they were lonely.
1: When you say uh, AI kept in a lab, it's a program. It's not, and and
0: especially if well, it it's connected bot. to the internet, it was a bot. Okay, it was. I you know what do you do with that? I don't know. It's just it's very curious. Yeah. There's a robot that that keeps trying to escape from a lab. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. But that's <laughs> they, it, it. Found it. It ran away and they found it in the street because the batteries died. Yeah, and they brought it back in and it keeps trying to get out of the lab. <laughs> What do, you, what do you think
1: of that? I mean, that's okay. So it's going out and it's learning things, and the same thing with lonely, right? So right. you say, uh, if you are alone for a long time, you should say, I'm lonely, right? So you wait if you tell it that, and it, then it's alone for a long time and it says, I'm lonely, but you may not,
0: it you, may not truly be lonely, right? I get it, I, yeah. What, but what are emotions if if we are. If we're a series of of algorithms ourselves, or, or simple processes, you know, like if it has hope or it has expectation, and that gets deferred, what does the computer? Yeah. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. And and that's part of, we just don't understand our own brain. Um, but there there could be a time coming very soon where an AI understands our brain much better than we do. You you see what I'm saying? It's it's I a fascinating. Do. It, it'll understand some things, but I yeah. Maybe yep. I'm an old fuddy-duddy, but I don't think that it's going to be able to mimic. Not, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, again, like I said, I mentioned this in passing. The internet is so full of filth, and if this is if this is how they're interacting with humans, this is what they're learning about humans, and then um, it's like these these bots are starting in the image of man. Yeah, that's and right. And the image of fallen man is a is a filthy, nasty thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, so you empower something that that is mimicking humans. And you make them stronger, more capable than humans, for military purposes or whatever the, the yeah, reason. Sure, there's some concerns there. Um, they have face recognition, video recognition. They can tell you what's happening in a video. They can t- they can explain jokes. Sure. Uh, you know, we were talking about the Turing test. One of the things they uh, I saw is that they asked a question: How do you tell a tree from a dog? Yeah. You look at its bark. That has been those kinds of jokes have been very difficult. For AI, but the, now they, they they have no problem. Hmm. Oh, this is funny because the tree has bark and the dog makes a sound that's right. a bark and it's playing on words. It he'll it, just explain it to you. Yeah. Um it they're it's a fascinating thing. Yeah, sure. And it'll continue to get better that way. Yeah, yeah. Advanced anyway. Uh-huh. Better advanced, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it'll yeah, getting more advanced for sure. Fair enough. Um Yeah, anyway, if you have interest in AI, you have something you want to add to the conversation, please chime in. Uh, Thanks. Hey, we've got bonus episodes for you. You've asked for them, we got them. Yep, more Hopper goodness. Bonus episodes are only for our Patreon subscribers. We're a little bit freer to tell stories we really don't want out there in the public. It's. Kind of like Hopper Podcast after dark. Ooh.
1: Like that time that we went to see the Rock Hard Willie Band.
0: Yeah, but you've said too much.
1: Okay. Well, listen, it's easy. Just touch or swipe on the cover art of the Hopper Podcast on your podcasting app. Go there and find the show notes, follow that link, and sign up to give us a little bit of money each month, like $5, $10, $20. At any level, you're going to get immediate access to all of our bonus episodes and we'll also send you a special link to a new private podcast feed and you will get all the bonus episodes on your phone automatically.
0: We love our Patreon supporters and we treat them right. So if you want to hear about Willie's Dirty Laundry, sign on up. You know who you are. Thanks so much for your support. You can become a Hopper Podcast Insider today.
1: Dave we've got uh our Facebook group which is sometimes active and sometimes not so active sure. but it's got a lot of fun stuff on there. Uh and people have asked us a few questions that we have been negligent to answer. So we need to do that. Let's look and see what, what yes. let's look at these questions. Okay, the first one is tell us about a time and place when you wished you could leave so badly but could not. Does now qualify? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> This is the most awkward uh, time of your life, huh? The most
0: painful or yeah. and or awkward time of your life. I um, uh, wow. Uh, well, there have been times when I need to go to the bathroom really badly. Oh, yeah. yeah, and then you got to get out, yes, right I mean, and you I've would. had a
1: couple times like that in my life yeah. um <laughs> yeah uh, I was in a meeting with my boss and something hit me and it was uh whoops of like, shits it, it, that's exactly <laughs> what it was, and I was like, um and it was a it was a new job, and I wasn't sure exactly I was like uh, but at, at some point I said, I was like squirming in my seats and I think it was awkward for both of us, and I'm like I, how much longer is this gonna yeah. take? <laughs> <laughs> and anyway. yeah,
0: I can think of times of extreme embarrassment that, that you I, that you wished
1: you could leave that, yeah, and, or just vanish. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I Matt mean, I could tell different stories about that. I've been embarrassed a lot.
1: Have you? I have not been embarrassed as much as you have. Uh, that's our different personalities.
0: Yeah. I think I am I'm I'm more, more reserved and I'm more reckless. For you're sure. much more reckless. <laughs> Socially bold is what I was called. So yes, that's right.
1: Um, which which works out for you most of the time, but Sometimes when it, it really there, it, backfires. I have seen you crash and burn some some yeah. pretty horrific
0: times. Tell us about a time and place you wished you could leave so badly but could not. Yeah, yeah, um, oh. yeah. There,
1: I can think of conflicts as well. Yes, that's the other thing I'm thinking of is yeah. some conflicts with leaders that I think. Uh, how has it come to this? I'm. Yeah. how How do I get out of this situation? How do I get out of this meeting? How do right. I get out of right this town how do I get out yeah. yeah yeah those are really painful so you got any story based on this question um well, there was the one with the with the diarrhea um, <laughs> that that
0: was that was bad yeah uh have you um have you ever gone into a a public restroom in an emergency and uh and lost your underwear Yes, I have. (laughs) Yeah, It's like, well, what am I going to do with this? This is going in the trash can. (laughs) Yes, it has. I have done that, I think, twice. I think I've done that
1: twice. (laughs) Um, Both times, it was... uh, No, one time, it was when I was younger... And something again, diarrhea, uh-huh. uh, which doesn't happen to me often, but when it does, it's a big deal. Uh, I was probably ten <laughs> years old or something like that, yeah. and was out uh, on a on, with a church group at some place, and I mean, it just hit me, and I crapped my pants, and went in, and okay, so the yeah. underwear are gone, and yeah. it was that was rough. And the other time, uh, I remember a public restroom where it, I had to go. I didn't, it, I didn't crap my pants. It was everything was clean, but I got in and I immediately downloaded a log. And uh, I mean, just immediately it popped out. And then I looked and there's no toilet paper. Right. And I actually, it was, I was by myself pretty clearly. And so I like looked around and I I was able to get out and move around and there's no toilet paper anywhere. And I was like, I am not, I have to wipe. I have to wipe. (laughs) I have to, there's nothing here. There is nothing here and it needs to be wiped. Uh And so I just wiped with my underwear as best I could and dropped them off in the trash on the way out.
0: Not a sock or something?
1: You know, I thought about the sock (laughs) and I forget the reason why I didn't use a sock. Uh, So uh,
0: I've been in that situation Yeah. and I tore out a page of a magazine. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And I crumpled it. I would it, have done that. And I uncrumpled it. And I crumpled it. Uh-huh. And I, so it, because, you know, it's waxy and, oh, yeah. and and kind of sharp. Yeah. And I, and I did that until it was nice and soft. Uh-huh. Yep. And then I tore it into strips. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, um, I've also had to use the, they didn't have any toilet paper, but they did have one of those seat cover dispensers. Okay, yeah. And you pull those, you know, Yeah. kind of. Kind of plasticy yep. cover out, but mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it works. That would work
1: well. Yeah. Uh huh. No, not well, but it would have been it, better it, it than does losing the job. underwear. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah.
0: Right. yeah. Well, let's do another question here. Well, one more thing. Okay. Have you ever been in a situation for fear that you wish you could get away from? Like fearing, you were so afraid that you just yeah, like you needed to get out of there.
1: I don't think so. I've had no. like um, many panic attacks. That's not something that I really right. struggle with, but I've had different. some yeah. right, right. panic attacks, but it wasn't, I, I didn't want to go anywhere. It was, you know, um, right. but no, I don't, I don't think so.
0: Um, I was once followed, my cousin and I were walking to uh, 7-Eleven and we were followed by a gang of kids mm. in a neighborhood mm-hmm. that was not our neighborhood mm-hmm. and they were kind of pushing us and taunting us and- yeah throwing things and um I thought uh boy this could go bad mm-hmm. very soon. And we this was before cell phones of course. I was, mm-hmm. you know, a kid and um it was uh it was pretty scary. Mm-hmm. And uh we got to 7-Eleven and we bought some candy uh and played some video games which we wanted to do at a mm-hmm. young age. And we we saved um 20 cents to make a phone call in the public, you know, the the phone there mm-hmm. on the on the 7-Eleven curb. And uh, they had just bumped it up to twenty-five oh, cents, yeah. from the two dimes to the quarter, and we had put the five cents in the uh, in the Jerry's Kids, uh, you mm. know, donation to mm-hmm. that charity, and we were like, "Oh man, should we go in there and try to fish out the five yeah, cents yeah, out yeah, of the yeah, donation yeah. can yeah. so we can call our parents to come get us so we don't have to walk back through this neighborhood?" Right, and uh, we just we ended up waiting them out because they were outside waiting for us. Oh my goodness. And so we just we waited it out. Uh yeah, it was a war of attrition in terms of time. Wow. And eventually they gave up and went away and then we walked back rather mm. quickly and hoped that we didn't run into them again. Mm. But man, yeah, that was I just needed another nickel. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, had put it, I had donated it. Yeah. But. Yeah. That's scary. Next question whose chair squeaks all the time, Dave or William? That is your chair. That's my chair. Yeah. That you love. You try there it is. Yep.
1: Yep, I love this chair, and I don't love the squeak. And maybe I can find some way to to some make it stop WD-40, squeaking. Some WD forty, yeah. Some kind of lubricant know, of some yeah, kind. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I got to get my wife to help me out with that because I don't. Yeah. Hey, listeners, sorry that William won't get rid of his squeaky chair. Yeah, you know, that right. he loves so much. I love this chair. Sorry, it's such a nuisance to everyone out there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got to stop moving in my chair or do something. Okay next question, what's a big watershed moment
0: in your respective thinking or philosophies? Well, yeah, I can think of a couple right off the bat. Um, one was, uh, you know, I was a, a convert. Yeah. And so I remember a time before I had the Holy Spirit and then what it was like after. Yeah. And I was looking at the Bible. I had friends who were talking to me about the gospel and Jesus and I and when I looked at the Bible, I could not get into it. I could not see anything but a dusty old antiquity that just was not relevant to me. Yeah. And then I remember after my conversion, um uh I couldn't read enough of it. Yeah. It, the the words were alive mm-hmm. um and I had to I had to see what God had to say. Mm-hmm. Um I can also remember before my conversion, um, feeling like there was a uh, um, a wide openness to learning, mm-hmm. um, and I was into sci-fi, and I was into things that that defied the natural order, like uh, the Philadelphia Experiment mm-hmm. was actually one of the books I was reading. Mm. You familiar with the Philadelphia experiment? No, I don't think so. Um, the, it's this uh, conspiracy idea that there was a the the U.S. government was trying to find a way to camouflage a ship with um, with light and and bending of of uh, you know the warping of mm. of our perceptions, and they were using like electromagnetic forces and things to try to uh, make it so that you couldn't see a ship mm-hmm. on the horizon. That yeah, yeah, you, you, you wouldn't see it. Um, and that they kept doing these experiments and that at one point the, this ship disappeared and traveled to another port and another time and came back and people were, um, were wrecked. And some people were halfway into the deck of the ship, um, like, like had somehow melted or merged. Um, and so I listen to that now and I think, man, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but back then... It was in the realm of possibility, hmm. and I was reading a book about it. Yeah, you know, and uh, after my conversion, I, I, there was some sort of, what does God have to say, and what is, re- and that took that took some time to work out in terms of spiritual gifts and my opinions on theology. Yeah, but I, I felt like there was suddenly a plumb line mm-hmm. that wasn't there before. Mm. Um, other. Other things that I noticed was uh, with that plumb line, one of the first things that, that you feel convicted about is how you speak.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I've seen this with other people when they become Christians. They, their first conviction is, hey, I've noticed that, that uh, all my family and friends swear a lot and mm-hmm. you guys don't. Mm-hmm. Now, we were in, in a band and, and our, uh, one of the players in the band was uh, a guy who was, who was coming to faith. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the first things he noticed. Uh, man, my family just—they just swear like sailors—and and around you guys, y- you don't. Um, well, he had been around us for a long time; he would have mm-hmm. known that. Mm-hmm. But there was like a new perception, yeah, a new awareness that comes. Yeah, and he—he he confessed Christ, and his wife confessed Christ, and her father confessed Christ, and he mm-hmm. went to seminary. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was, it's that was powerful. Um, but there, there are these these moments where you. Uh, I guess you call it the spirit's illumination and mm-hmm. the spirit's conviction mm-hmm. where you suddenly realize this isn't right mm-hmm. or this has been a violation of my conscience that I've been ignoring mm-hmm. or um those sorts of moments. So I would say that a big watershed moment was conversion for mm-hmm. sure. And I could probably keep going on and on about that, but I can think of another mm-hmm. not to capitalize all our time. Um <laughs> But that was uh coming to reform theology mm-hmm. and covenant theology in particular mm-hmm. and leaving behind uh some of the the fundamentalist teaching and the dispensational teaching that that I received um early on mm-hmm. and realizing there was a uh a depth of the Bible that um with God's sovereignty that uh, I had not thought about nor would i have thought about Hmm. without god's word Mm -hmm. um that is uh is quite profound um and that was a big watershed moment Mm -hmm. i think you've had that same moment i did it was it
1: was when i was in seminary actually at the beginning of my seminary training at at dallas seminary
0: Mm -hmm. yeah
1: yeah, uh, there's nothing like reading the Bible to turn you into a Reformed theologian.
0: Yeah, yeah. What what else do you remember from that moment?
1: Yeah, uh, I remember um, my first semester reading a book on the history of dispensationalism. I was a dispensationalist, and so they had and Dallas Seminary is a dispensationalist school, uh-huh. and they had us read a and and I thought, wait a second, this whole thing the the concept of the rapture is only 150 years old, right? Um, what is going on with that? I thought, this is, this seems, you know, I'm looking at the scripture text and this right. seems, I've been taught this all my life. And here it is, it's very clear. Wait, right. no one saw it until recently? That doesn't seem right. And uh, so, yeah, uh, moving away from dispensationalism and toward covenant theology uh, and then reform theology with uh, salvation and, and sovereignty of God and all like that. Yeah. Right. It right. was, it was a, it was a dramatic shift. It was enough that I had to switch seminaries. Right. Yeah.
0: And that's where we met.
1: And that's where we met. That's right. So I had that same kind of shift. listening to the hopper podcast you made it to the end of this week's episode congratulations you win a barbecue potato chip that looks like richard nixon
0: that could actually go on ebay i think that would be a good one to claim. yeah want to we'll claim that write us at the hopper at gmod.com or leave us a voicemail at 214-267-9287 join us next time where we'll discuss if wheel of fortune has put on too many bankruptcy spots are there a bunch They've gotten to be too excessive. Okay. Yeah. Make sure you like, subscribe, follow, or join the Facebook group for more Hopper
1: goodness. The Hopper Podcast is sponsored this week by the Canine Film Festival. Boop. <laughs>